Money Matters. Crank up your iPod as loud as it will go for the Listen Money Matters podcast. At one time, the seventh best podcast in iTunes for the investing category. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey, everybody. Sorry, sorry, guys. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters podcast. And I'm... (laughs) (laughs) My name is Matt, and I'm here with Andrew. Andrew... How are you? Good, but it is very cold outside. Dude, it's freezing. I am in. I am in a lot of sweats, thermal underwear. I got gloves on. No, I don't have gloves on, but I'm not in thermal thermal, thermal underwear either. But it is pretty <laughs> freaking cold in this uh, office. I'm in the bottom floor of my house, so oh, and you got the nice knit cap on. <laughs> You're ready. You're ready for it. You're ready for winter. Skull cap. Yeah, I just might as well open the window now. Yeah, might as well. Yeah. It's brutally cold. I had to walk home, like 15-minute walk, and it was just – it's cold in the subways. And you know what pisses me off? Because in the summer, it's hot in the subways. It's never – you know, it's never like LA. Yeah. Why? What's – It's always nice. It's always nice in like 75 degrees there. True. California just has beautiful weather. So today we're going to talk a little bit about – what Andrew is 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 going to teach me today, because uh, and he's calling this the four percent rule, right? Right. I mean, I didn't come up. With no, it. I know you didn't come up with it, but you're going to educate me on what this actually is, because yeah. um, from my understanding, you can live off four percent of something, right? Yeah. So this this is technically like not like the key to retirement. No, it's, I, I would say it's the key to retirement. Like this, this is because you're just like, oh, you want to retire early, and well, how do you know when you're done and you're tap out? Well, this, this is how. So, all right, this is how you know that you can retire safely. That you that you could live forever on your money. That that's the gist oh. of it. For okay, like so, forever. So your money makes money for you, and you can live off what it makes. Correct. That is what you're talking about. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, I don't think I'm anywhere near that, right? I don't – it's not you, like – You you are not anywhere Okay. <laughs> Although you're probably closer than me because you spend less than me. Okay. But we'll – but all right. So tell me what this is and how one can achieve this. So um, – Give me the short version. The, the short version. Yeah. Okay. So the short version is um, – you have X amount of money in the bank, uh, and if you or I'm not in the bank, sorry, in various investments. Okay. And if every year, and this, this say you only have a thousand dollars in investments. Okay. If you withdraw four percent every year, like including boom cycles and bust cycles and whatever, four percent every year, you will never run out of money. So if I have a thousand dollars in investment accounts. And I take four dollars every year, right? No, it's not four dollars, right? Forty dollars. What's temper? What's four percent of a thousand? Why can't uh, I think of this? I think it's forty dollars, right? Oh come on! Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's forty dollars. All right, so <laughs> math. Uh, so if I took, I could have a thousand dollars in investments and safely take forty dollars a year, and my investment still remain. I can do that every year. 
Yeah, and it is likely that you will actually, at the end of like 30 years, you'll actually have more than $1,000. It is highly likely that you'll have a lot more than $1,000, at least $2,000. But you will not have, you will not have, uh, you will not run out of money. But I can't live off of $40 a year. Right, and that therein lies like the calculation of what you need to retire. And it's basically just a function of how much you spend. All right. So how does that work? So how does – and let's let's stick with $1,000 because it's a small number. I can easily handle the math here. And it's actually perfect because uh, the entire study by a bunch of PhDs yeah. was done based on $1,000. Okay. So, so I got $1,000 in investments, meaning not just one stock, right? Let's, it's, that would not be the case. Okay. So – um, part of the stipulation, as we get into more of the details, is in order for this to work, you should have maximum of your thousand dollars. At maximum, seventy-five percent of that can be in stocks, uh-huh. and at least twenty-five percent should be in bonds. Okay, so twenty-five. If you have one hundred percent stocks, you have a ninety-eight percent certainty that your money will last you forever. Okay, but and you're talking about a bundle of stocks, like an index fund. Yes. Okay. Not like an like Tesla, for instance. Yeah, I mean, if you have seventy five percent of your money in Tesla and twenty five percent in whatever, can't guarantee that Tesla will even be around in a year. Right. That's what I mean. Okay. Yeah. So, so we're talking about like market averages, like okay. Uh, yeah. S and P five hundred kind of crap. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So I got a thousand dollars. I can safely withdraw forty dollars a year. And how does the thousand dollars continue to grow? Because every year, as it averages out, uh, it's going to grow because the market's going to go up. So the idea is that every year you will at least make $40 worth to replenish into your original pool, but likely more. Because what we're talking about, like the 4% rule, if you have 75% stocks, 25% bonds, there is 100% statistical certainty that it will last forever. So not 99.9, based on all the past years of the stock market, and you could look at any cross-section, and, and this study is broken down into like 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, um, 100% statistical certainty. So that's like really ridiculous. That's better so, than a birth control pill. Yes, that's better than birth control. So, so the thing is, like, you're actually really under withdrawing what you could if you were like cool with like a 96 percent certainty, uh-huh. like a 95, like you could withdraw significantly more. Okay, right, more than four percent. You mean? Yeah, and we're just we're just talking about like if you were shooting for a goal for when you could tap out at your job, you go for the four percent rule because then you don't have to worry that when you're 80 and you were a little bit risky and did 95 percent certainty and then you're effed, right? Uh huh. So this is the one with 100% certainty. So 4% is the, the magic number. And you can obviously yeah. take less than that if you wanted to, if you could. Or you could right. and, and you could take more, but the, if you take more, you run the risk of you know, it not replenishing fast enough. Right. And, I mean, we're going to link to the study in the show notes. Okay. And I just kind of wanted to uh, discuss the, the short, like, cliff note version of yeah. 
Because, I mean, there's a lot to – I mean, it seems simple, right? That, that makes sense to me. So like, oh, It's very simple. And, like, well, we actually – maybe we'll include one of the, the charts, the chart or two please, as well. Yeah, and, and so, all right, let's, for, for fun, for funsies, let's mm-hmm. – how much money would I have to have invested in order for me to safely withdraw $100,000 a year? Hmm. So damn, you're living a lavish lifestyle. I thought I spent a lot, but if you spend a hundred thousand dollars, this is for funsy. I mean, a hundred thousand dollars a year so for the rest of your life. If yeah, for a hundred thousand dollars for the rest of your life, you just literally do a hundred thousand divided by point zero four. Uh huh. And so you would need two point five million dollars. You would need. You know, it's actually not that. No, so you could. You could spend a hundred thousand dollars of actual spending a year is a lot of money. That's like a lot, a lot of money. So if you would well, do no, I mean, what if you million, have what if you have a you know you have a property and you have, assuming it's not paid off, and your property be your property like uh, the, this is your net worth. Like, so I'm sorry to be clear that this two point five million is your net worth. So you could still have a mortgage and some equity in the house, and oh, that counts as investment. Yeah, I mean, it's look. You own this amount of the house, and the uh-huh. mortgage is worth this amount, and you just oh, okay. Yeah, so your total like, net worth has to be two point five, right? Could that be tied up in land, and you could borrow so, against that land? I guess the stipulation is that X percent would be in stocks. Oh, right, right. And it says the rest are in bonds, and it's bonds could also be a proxy for stuff like a house, you know. Um, I would go like less on the stocks if uh, – because the thing is like stocks grow crazy fast. But um, if you were in 100% bonds, which generally don't grow that fast, if you had 100% bonds, yeah, you would, this 4% rule would still apply to you. Huh. Basically, as long as you have at most 75% stocks. So you could have 50% stocks, 25% stocks, 8% stocks, no, no stocks. So, I mean, you could essentially never have to collect – Social Security. If this, if this was the case, if like in in thirty well, I mean, years, you would still do collect. So hopefully, you would collect it because why not? But this has no factor on. This is what you oh, sure. need to be completely independent, not relying on Social Security or. Well, again, whatever. and and again, a uh, hundred thousand dollars seems like a decent amount to live on now, uh, but who knows in thirty years? And that number could be like. It could be two hundred and fifty thousand in thirty years. That's so, the average number. Uh, you're talking about like inflation. Yeah, I am. Because I uh, like when inflation, it counts for like all money. So your money in your bank account is also worth more as the prices go up. Ew. So I mean, if there's like a, a rogue like orange shortage and you can't buy oranges in the store, that's not or that's not inflation. That's just you know whatever. So what? All right. So. Even with a thousand dollars, what happens if the stock market crashes? The point is, like, you don't sell your whole everything and flip out. You just you withdraw your four percent a year whenever you do it, and the rest you leave there, and the stock market eventually goes back up. Okay. Like, for example, this year was a very rare year, but the market's up thirty something percent already, right? Hmm. So. I mean, maybe five years ago or how I forget when, whatever, 2008, uh, there was a huge crash, right? So you lost a lot, yeah. but if you kept your money just steadfast, you, you would make it back. 
All right. I want to do uh, some more math. So break out your calculator. Okay. Right. I want you to tell me some stuff. Sure. I want to retire. Okay. Okay. Now, I guess what I want to ask is uh, I am 30, so I want to retire in 30 years. Mm -hmm. How much money would I have to put into some investment account or – you know, for the next 30 years in order for me to reach that $2.5 million goal. And you're starting at zero, right? Yeah, I'm going to start at zero. But I'm going to invest every month. You know what I mean? I'm going to put some money into an account every month. So I want to know what that number is. Yeah, so um, you're, you're, the, the cool thing is, and uh, I mean, I can break out like an uh Well, it's simple, interest. right? It's, well, okay. I mean, let's, let's, I can, I have a calculator here too. So like I just say, um, 30 years times 12 months is 360. So look, so, okay, this is what you do. You'd say, okay, so your starting balance is zero. Let's say your average annual rate of return is 7%. And that's roughly what the market does on average. And, um, how much are you going to contribute? Yeah. Let's let's say uh, how much you can contribute a month. Let's say you contribute two thousand dollars a month. No, I, that's I mean, not you're realistic. Trying, you're trying to get two point five million dollars. You're not going to contribute a hundred dollars and get there. Well, oh, you don't think? Because okay, so I'll tell you what. So say you contributed a hundred dollars every month. Yeah. Right. For three hundred sixty months. You're going to do it for thirty years. So, and you're starting with zero. Yeah. The end of thirty years. Uh, you're going to have $121,287.65. Yeah, that's not nearly the amount right. of money you need. And that's what I'm saying. Like, So if you, instead of $100, you made it $1,000 a month, then you'd have $1.2 million. In 30 point, years. In 30 years. And if you made it – see, that's why I was kind of saying like $2,000. I didn't do the math before. But, whoa, how, check this out how close I am. So if you did $2,000 a month for 30 years – at the end of 30 years, you'd have $2,425,753.03. And, then I, and therefore, at 60 years old, I could safely pull out $100,000. Every month for the rest of your life. Every month or every year? Uh, I'm sorry, 4%. So 100, yes, you could, uh, you could withdraw 4% every year or $100,000. All at once, over the course of the year, whatever. But that's – but that uh, man, investing $2,000 a month, that's a lot, right? Uh, it is a lot. All right. I mean, I mean absolutely. But the thing is, is like $100,000 is insane. Like a lot, most people in this country live on like far less than that. And like as much as it's important to optimize your gains, it's also important to optimize your expenses because then you would just retire early. Well, how much so, do you invest every month? How much do I invest every month? Yeah. Why don't you ask me a really personal question? I I invest a couple thousand dollars every month. All right. Um, so, so all right. So you're, invest, you're doing it. Uh, yeah, but I I want to get out before thirty years. I for me, it's God forbid I retire when I'm sixty five yeah. or sixty four. I guess would be thirty years. So, what? Oh man. But here's the thing is you don't need $100,000. Like I, I live a pretty good lifestyle and I don't spend anywhere near $100,000 a year, right? So 
say yeah uh, but if i have enough money to put two well i guess i i guess you're the case but i mean look like say uh you know you only spent twenty five thousand dollars a year right and i think there's a lot of people in this country who do exist on that right okay so if you only spend twenty five thousand dollars a year you would only wait really that was was like very low (laughs) what's the number so you'd only need $625,000 to retire. Hmm. So, you know, it really depends on, on that number, right? And that's literally like your monthly expenses. You just add up your, 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 all your expenses for last year. And if last year was good, you just divide that by four. I'm, I'm sorry, divide it by 0.04, and then you get your retirement amount. Interesting. And then you just live like you did last year for the rest of your life. So how can you – I guess the only way to, to, to retire earlier than that is by pumping more money into investments. Right. Uh-huh. It's easiest to, to spend less or um, assume you would have less expenses when you retire. Um, well, why would you have less expenses? I mean maybe you want to retire and fucking buy an well, island or something. All right. So look, you want to retire in 30 years, right? How long ago did you buy your house? One year ago? Five two years ago. Years? You bought your house five years ago. Yeah. Your mortgage will already be done by then. Yeah, sure. Right. So yeah. You, you won't have to pay for your house. Uh, okay. So that's that's some less expenses right there. I don't know how much you pay in your mortgage. I think you had said in a previous episode it was like fifteen hundred or something. Yeah, it's right? about that. Yeah. So fifteen hundred times twelve. So that's eighteen thousand dollars a year that you wouldn't have to pay. Hmm. Right. So instead of a hundred thousand dollars, you would only need calculator equals $82,000, right? So if you retired and you didn't have your mortgage, you only need then $82,000 because your mortgage went away. You actually could retire with $2.05 million. So $2 million. Right. I mean, yeah, roughly. Yeah. So the thing is like, I mean, there are things to take into account, but just the fact of reducing $18,000 significantly reduced your end number. Right. Huh. So it's it, I think it's easier to spend eighteen thousand dollars less than it is to save five hundred thousand dollars. See, I'm just you know this is this is good. I mean, this is a good like number, but man, it's a fucking high number. Like it's a high number to save. I, I think a hundred thousand dollars is an un- unrealistic. I think that when you retire, I think you could live a very happy, fulfilling life doing pretty much everything you want, including vacations with like $50,000 and live in New York, like in the New York area. All right. If so you're in middle America, you could do it with way less. So with $50,000, how much would I have to put away every month from, from now till 60 years old? And I don't know if 60 is the number. Like, well, if I want to go, I want to retire a little earlier than that. Well, I think we all should. So if you only spend $50,000, you could retire at with uh, $1.25 million. Okay. Right? And so then... And if I was pumping the same two grand a month into it, I could retire in 15 years than I could in 30 years. You could basically pull that off if you saved uh, a little less than $1,100 a month. Excuse me. So $1,000 a month. I invest a thousand dollars a month. Uh, if you, if you saved one thousand and fifty dollars a month, you'd be able to do it in fifteen years. Thirty. Thirty years. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, you'd basically just have to save more if you want to do it sooner. So I think then we would go closer to that two thousand number, 
right? Yeah. So if you wanted to, if you save $2,000 a month and you only did it for 15 years, you'd only have $645,000. This is a lot of, um, and this is a lot of like numbers that were thrown around and they're, and they're sort of, they, they're, they mean nothing, right? So nothing. Well, because they're kind of like I'm just kind of throwing numbers at you just to, for funsies. To oh, see. these numbers, yeah, we're just doing arbitrary calculations. Yeah. But so what's the so like to so what I mean I guess my question would be what what can we learn from this? What can someone like me learn from this to start investing? Just that simple. <laughs> so okay. Uh, I think I think if you had to go for like takeaways <coughs> of this, yeah. I would say one, um, you're really it's very unlikely that you're going to be able to retire in any reasonable amount of time if you don't have your money in the stock market, okay, to some degree. And you know you should buy funds, use Betterment, whatever, I, you know, something, right? You you need something. It is not going to happen for you if you don't do that, right? And I think the other major takeaway, um, well, two two other major takeaways is um, one, you really want to reduce the amount that you spend, and and be happy with it, right? Like, yeah. do you need like new rims on your car every year? Yes, because if, <laughs> but I'm, but I mean, if you didn't, you maybe could retire like five years sooner. I mean, it, it's really dramatic like that. Like, the amount, like it's such a little reduction can really. Make you retire that much sooner. Think about this though: you stop smoking, you could retire like a few years earlier too. Yeah, and, and your you, life would and be you longer. live longer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Damn, Man, that's an that, easy that, habit to break, right? Anyone can stop smoking at any given time. It's easy. Yeah, I mean, I did it. Hey, I I did it eighty percent too. <laughs> I did it eighty percent, and then now I'm a hundred percent. But yeah, that's. All right, well, uh, all right. What well, you what, did you did you just give away, or did you just give both takeaways from this? Oh, and I think the the last takeaway. Oh shit, do I remember the last takeaway? I was. It would um, be helpful if you did. Yeah, sure. Got, got sidetracked. Uh, what was the last takeaway? Well, so I mean, uh, uh, the last takeaway oh. is that you could, um, and with the four percent rule, you could start to calculate when you can retire and when you can visualize that you could change course, whatever. And that's uh, interesting. Cause, start cause, to set goals, right? Because with when you don't know, you're saving, but to what end? Yeah, you're it's just nice to have an end, right? Yeah, because you know what, like, um. You can work until you're 55, 60. You could work until you're 80 if people will hire you, but why do it if you don't have to? Maybe work for you might be doing your own thing, something that makes you happy, gardening, whatever. You know, and so I think that the 4% rule can put it in perspective so you could start to see when the end is or huh. not the end, like the actual beginning, right? Yeah. I like that. I mean, because that's one of the problems that I have is retirement's going to be badass. Yeah, I, I, one of the problems I have is um, my my thinking has always been, you know, why should I save now when I could walk out my front door and get hit by a truck? Right? I could just I could literally drop dead at any moment, and therefore I have money now, 
and I could use it to go buy rims for my car and enjoy those, <laughs> right? Well, well, then you're screwing the future, Matt, and then the future Matt might as well get hit by a truck. Yeah, it, because he'll have nothing in, in the future. So it's either don't get hit by a truck or get hit by a truck. <laughs> I guess, yeah. There's only but two ways to look at it. But if you get hit by a truck, it. try and save money. So, all right. Um, tell me. Mm-hmm. Tell me how much I should be saving a month. How much I sh- and and I'm not just talking about saving money f- in like a we're talking about an investment account, right? Because I don't have one, honestly. Right. I don't have so, a Betterment account. I don't have a, a share. I have a share builder account. There's no money in it. Um, what should I be contributing every month? So, uh, if you want to tap out in 15 years, yeah. Which which is ambitious. Great. Um, uh, you could do it uh, if you spend twenty five thousand dollars a year and you save two thousand dollars a month, or if you pull it out. And because the thing is, like, people see retirement and they're like, um, "I'm never going to work again. I'm just going to play golf all day, whatever." And I think the reality is that you're going to be bored. And, the, and you're going to be actual, old too. And you're going to be old. And and the actual real reality is that people who retire and don't work do not live as long as people who continue to do something. Whether it gives you a sense of purpose, whatever. There have been studies that you actually yeah. live longer if you don't retire. So when I say the word retire, for me, it's not that I will never work again. Like I will quote unquote retire at 35 and I will do my side hustles and my hobbies sure. and things that will make me money, you know, not as much as a job. So I think if that's your goal, it significantly cuts, you know, well, uh, the then if, that, if that's the case, I feel like I retired now. You are like retired, man. I'm trying to work to get to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I spend very little money and I, I do whatever the hell I want to every morning and every day and every night. And I have no, you know, significant other yapping in my ear. Not that I'm saying that's a bad thing. <laughs> uh, you know, the right side of the bed is cold. So it w- I would definitely be warmer. But, uh, I mean, you for, should buy a twin then. I should buy a twin <laughs> or get like, uh, like a, a blow up doll that heats up. And just keep True. it on that side of the bed. But then I'm going to be spending money on electricity, and there's that whole deal. Then you're never going to be able to retire, yeah. And then what if the bed catches fire, and I'm in the bed, and then I die early, and then I'm like, why did I save all this money? <laughs> <laughs> there's so many thoughts. <laughs> so I guess the point, bottom line is, if you have a uh, this, this, this number, this number four, is sort of like... It's a good uh, rule of thumb if you want to calculate when you can retire and how much you need to be putting away every month in order to reach that goal, which I like. Uh, right. Realistically for me, uh, I'm not putting $2,000 a month into an investment account. It's not going to happen. I'll tell you that right now. I mean if I was making $15,000 a month, then sure, $2,000, no big deal. I could just throw that in there. But then again, I'm making $15,000 a month. I'm living a pretty decent life, and I'm going to want to continue that life when I retire, I assume. Uh, so I don't know if that equals out, but um, I guess the point is to start saving anything right now. Just fucking open an account and start contributing contributing to it 
monthly, weekly, whatever you th- whatever you think. I mean, whatever you can afford, I guess. And that and that includes 401k's and IRAs and investment accounts and even a home purchase, right? You said. Right. Um what else can you invest in? Stocks and bonds, so index Stock, funds, those sorts bonds, of things. You could do the peer-to-peer lending stuff. You could lend people money and they yeah. pay you back. Okay, I don't know if I like that. I love that. Yeah. We should even make an episode about that because I'm killing it with that. All right. Well, not today, but another no. time. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good. So I hope that everyone has learned something. And I like the number four. It's a good, solid number. And it's fun. <laughs> it's fun to do calculations and think, oh, I can retire in 10 years. If only I put $5,000 in an investment account every month. <laughs> if only. But yeah, so um, great. Uh, so I'm gonna, we're going to wrap things up, I guess. It's getting to that time. And um, I want to thank everyone for listening to the show, of course. And please, if you like this episode and our past episodes and you want to hear more episodes, please go to iTunes, subscribe, leave a review. That's super, super helpful. That's going to help us bring you more. And leave um, us questions in the review, like yeah. things that you want us to talk about it because we will cover it. Yeah. the Yeah. And the more detailed your question, the better. Um, it You know, we're, we're here to help and we want to do that. And it's, and we like doing this podcast thing. It's it's fun. Yeah, I it gives like us it. an excuse to drink on a Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, again, uh, thanks for everyone for listening. And Andrew, um, have a good night, my friend. You too. All right, take it easy, bud. Later, man. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, subscribe to the Listen Money Matters podcast and leave a positive review on iTunes. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.